Welcome to this podcast of the Upload with Controlla. My name is Jeff Johnson, and I have my colleague here, Eugenia. Hi, Eugenia. Hello, hello. Hey, this episode, we're going to spend 15 minutes on what's up with DX, right? Yes, indeed. We got a lot of DXs, and uh, and you know, it, it maybe might be a little bit confusing. I've had a lot of customers asking, okay, so I... I saw this marketing webinar you guys had, and there's like there's real time DX and there's remote DX, and then and then this other one Edge DX. And honestly, I don't know what's what. Like, what's the difference? So <laughs> wait, we're going to talk about that. You know what's up, but they don't know. What's oh, up, I know right? what's up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so, certainly know what's up. So yeah. first of all, DX, right? Uh, well, and we're we're really calling this digital employee experience. So the X is experience, obviously. And this is kind of this this is kind of this trend that's kind of coming out. First Gartner and Forrester has their version of it, but this uh, understanding what that user is going through at an infrastructure layer. Because like, have you seen some of the uh, the DX stuff around uh, Microsoft Viva and their digital employee experiences all around that application layer, right? Have you mm-hmm. have you have you seen some of that stuff? Just a little bit, just a little bit, yeah. Yeah. So our version is this infrastructure layer. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. Huh? Okay. So now we have three products, right? We have real-time DX, remote DX, and edge DX, digital experience. And they're all kind of set around, centered around this, this uh, digital employee experience management. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. Management, monitoring, all, all of the above, yeah. First of all, real-time DX. Now that's, what's up with that? Like, isn't that control up? I mean, yes, but so is remote DX and edge DX. But so real-time DX, that's that's the real-time console. So that's that same console that most people listening, listening to this podcast right now have known and loved for many, many moons. Uh, it's, you know, where you go to take action. It's where you go to see your, your entire environment and you can, you know, use the, the controller's pane and, and all of that. That's all, that's real-time DX. So real-time DX then, that is running locally or that's running in the cloud? Because it's a, it's a Windows app, right? Well, so it's actually, technically, it's just, it's a, it's an executable. It's so, the way that it works, so you, you can have an on-prem installation of it or you can have the, the cloud-based version. Um, but yeah, it's it's just, it's just, uh, you know, you got the Windows, you, got, you have the agent. And so that's kind of on all those different uh, endpoints. And then it's communicating to the, the monitors. Uh, and then you've got the console where you just, you see all of that data and it's updating every three seconds or so, depending, you can adjust it up a bit if you'd, right. if you'd like. But I think yeah, that's so a, that's real-time DX. I think, I think you, you, you brushed on it really fast. This is a single executable. So if I'm yeah. running the cloud version, everyone running the monitor, the, the, the entire install of control up real time X is a single single executable that is reading the cloud data. If I'm using the cloud instance, right? That's the entire the entirety of the deployment. Other than the agents running on the 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 VDI or RDS instances, right? Yeah, and then there's the monitor servers as well. But yeah, yeah so I mean, it's it's extremely it's it's really lightweight. I mean, it's it doesn't require for for the cloud version. It does not require any any database. You don't you don't need your own like database server or anything like that. Uh, and all the data that you see is stored locally in RAM, which allows for extremely fast manipulation of the data. So 
it's yeah, it's it's pretty straightforward. It's it's That's just huge. it's a little executable that runs in RAM. So okay, so we have real time DX, which is what we're talking about. We have remote mm-hmm. DX and edge DX. What is the use case primarily for real time DX? Well, the the use case, I mean, there are a number of use cases, but one of the main ones is for your your everyday IT admin who wants to just be on top of their entire environment. They want to see, you know, what's what they want to look at their their custom tuned stress levels and see what is the the stress of the different machines, the different uh, user sessions in their environment. And you can go from the host level all the way down uh, or all the way up. Technically, you control up, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you can you can take action. <laughs> So, you know, you can right click and, and do whatever you need to on any of the machines. You can, you know, restart uh, a machine. You can send a message to a user. So you can see if a user is having issues, if they're having a bad experience, because we care about the digital experience. Well, hang on, uh, so hang on. You said, having... you said entire environment, but you mean VDI and EUC environment, right? Right, right. Okay. Okay. Just want to make that really clear. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can see, and you can look, I mean, the hypervisors and everything is as well. Uh, but so yeah, so kind of the, the 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 main gist of the environment, and you can kind of dig into all of that and take whatever actions you need, and and yeah, so that's it's also useful for for help desk users as well. So if, if someone's kind of going in to solve a ticket, someone a user wrote in and complained, oh, this is having a bad experience with this, or this is so slow, you can go into control up and see what what the deal is, and then take an action to to resolve that that issue. So would you say real time DX then is is for like my my hypervisors, my infrastructure, right? My Citrix, VMware, uh, Hyper-V, Nutanix. It's also for my virtual workspaces, like um, being presented through VMware, Citrix, and Microsoft, right? Through my, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Horizon, things like that. And then for those cloud desktops, right? Yeah. So real-time DX is kind of for that scenario. That's the sweet spot right there. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 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 I would agree with that. Okay, so then... We have remote DX. Now, what I know is remote DX is an add-on to real-time DX, but what's the differentiator? When would someone choose real-time DX versus real-time DX with remote DX? So remote DX is really for when you have uh, when you want to kind of extend the the monitoring capabilities to the actual end devices. So Specifically, Remote DX is kind of for like the BYOD device scenario. Technically, BYOD device is like ATM machine. The M is machine. The D is device. But you know what I mean. Being a little <laughs> okay. But uh, but yeah. So it's so when you have you know, especially in this world of remote work, when you have these these employees who are using their own personal machines to connect to the various infrastructure resources that you have, they're connecting to VDI or whatever, uh, and then they're saying, oh, I'm having issues. Okay, well, is it is it my problem or is it your problem? You know, is it that they have just terrible Wi-Fi? And that could be the case. Uh, or is it that there's actually something from an infrastructure level that, that is wrong that we need to assess? So with remote DX, you have this very, very lightweight uh DLL basically that is installed on that endpoint. And many customers just kind of, they package it like with Citrix receiver or Citrix uh, uh, workspace. They just kind of package it and it just rolls right out like that. And then you can see into the, the endpoint it's it's very not a lot of information in terms of you know anything private. We just see the the latency, like the LAN latency, the total session latency, the internet latency. Uh, we can see what the Wi-Fi strength is, what the client OS version is. We can see uh, the local router IP stuff like that. Things that are actually really useful for seeing whether it's you know our issue or their issue when they're complaining about uh, slowness and performance issues and things along those lines. So that's that's huge. Like and I know I, I was just playing around with it in my own lab. Um, and 
that that so again a differentiator like what you said is like I can see all these metrics in my RDS or VDI environment, but it just kind of stops right there. And with remote DX, then I can, it's not reaching out and touching the client, but it's, it's gathering that metric. So when they're saying my session's slow, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. When they're complaining, we now know if it's the, if it's a latency of their local LAN, their local Wi-Fi, their local ISP, um, or even the, all the connection, you know, all the way up through that whole chain. We, we can reach out and it's almost like managing the unmanageable, right? It's, it's getting yeah. information from the unmanaged networks out there is the, is the biggest thing. And, and wow, what a, what a differentiator that is, right? Yeah. I mean, a great example is, so we, we can see what the SSID is. And at, at first I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Why do we care? I mean, sometimes it's kind of funny. Uh, some people have really hilarious uh, SSIDs and it's yeah. super entertaining. But if it says something like a Starbucks guest or something like that, then that starts to become a bit more useful. Uh, like, oh, I'm having, you know, the internet is not so great or this is, everything is really slow. Okay, well, you're at Starbucks. Uh, what, what do you, you expect? They're not going to, you know, throw tons of money necessarily into their, their you know, their Wi-Fi for their guests. I mean, that they're right. not, you know, kind of optimizing for that. And they have no business to be doing that. But that, that makes sense. Uh, so you, you can actually get some useful information out of just that as well. It's not quite so superficial as I had originally thought that it was. I, I, I assume that we can look at and see if they're on an encrypt, encrypted network or an open network too, right? We can. We can. And flag it and notify somebody or cut them off? Yeah, or? you can set automated actions. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. It's let's, pretty let's powerful. Go. Let's go. <laughs> okay, so all right. So if real-time DX is for my VDI, my RDS, you know, type of metrics and my infrastructure, like my hypervisor metrics, uh, and gathering that deep, deep information on that. And the remote DX is kind of primarily what I hear is it's it's for that endpoint connecting to my VDI uh EUC environment, right? So then Edge DX, how does that differentiate? How do we differentiate Edge DX from real-time DX and real-time DX with remote DX <laughs> to There's Edge DX? I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Edge DX is just like remote DX. It is geared more towards the, the physical endpoints. But the difference here is that remote DX is for those remote workers using their like, you know, BYOD setup. It's their own personal devices. Whereas yeah. Edge DX, this is more for corporate owned assets. So if you're a company that, that has, you know, you give all these laptops or you have, you actually send out corporate owned assets to your yeah. end users or to your, your employees or whoever, uh, and, and you want to be able to dig even deeper. So, so remote DX, it's very kind of not high level data, but it's, you're, we're not digging super deep. We can't tell you a, a ton about, you know, everything that's happening on that machine. It's really kind of just more like the network related uh, yeah. items. Whereas with EdgeDX, it digs a lot deeper. Uh, and because these are corporate owned assets, that's just kind of par for the course that you'd be able to see that kind of information. Uh, you know, like what is the, uh, you know, some like information about the GPU? What is the CPU core temperature? I mean, you can, do you want to know that? You can know that. Uh, so there's a ton of information that you can get with EdgeDX. But something else that really separates EdgeDX and Remote DX is that EdgeDX is actually, it could even, if you wanted, it could be like a standalone product. It's it's an entire dashboard. It's an entire uh, tool kind of in and of itself. Uh, you can access it via Solve, which we're going to totally get to in another uh, episode. Uh, but Remote DX is an additional metric set. EdgeDX is an additional uh, 
kind of tool and a, a total entire tool uh, that you can take actions from. It's, it's, it's really, it's powerful stuff. <laughs> so again, real-time DX and remote DX, real-time DX is for that VDI EUC infrastructure. Remote DX gives me the metrics of primarily connectivity into my VDI EUC environment and edge DX is all around the metrics of my physical devices. Is that a good yeah. summary? Yeah, and it does. And for Edge DX, it, you don't. These devices don't need to necessarily be domain joined either, and they can be, you know, Mac devices, Windows. It could be IGEL. Uh, there's a lot of flexibility there as well with what types of devices uh, we can get visibility into. Now, I can on Edge DX also get my my local LAN, local Wi-Fi, ISP latency information off of Edge DX. Yeah. Absolutely. That's really good because a friend of mine <laughs> just called me yesterday and she was, she was dropped. Her internet was dropping like three or four times in some meetings, like three or four meetings yesterday. And she's like, Oh, my internet's horrible. And I'm like, well, maybe. And I, I know that this company she works for has control up. I said, email your IT department, have them install edge DX on your laptop. <laughs> yep. I go, then you'll really know. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, and you can set up alerts as well within EdgeDX. So like she'll, they'll really know, but they'll also be able to maybe do something about it ahead of time as well. So instead of her reaching out saying, ah, okay, this, this sucks. They can say, Hey, we see that this sucks. Let us help you with that. Let's talk about how we can resolve this. Yeah. I mean, the, my first gut reaction when I, before I was really thinking about it, I'm like, oh, she needs to get a new ISP. I mean, if it keeps dropping, she's had problems <laughs> in the past. I mean, reboot your router, uh, get a new ISP. Get a, you know, tether to your, you know, your, your cell phone. I, I don't know. Right. But, sure. but you're just, but you're just, I love, I love that analogy. Just throwing darts into a black void. Right. You're just like, I don't know. Let's try this, try that. Yeah. And, and that just takes time and, and waste. But now we have the, now we have the metrics. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. I think we hit our 15 minute mark of uh, the upload. So this upload blog, we, uh, different topics every other week. Short and sweet. This time is all what's up with DX. I think we have a good uh, understanding of the differentiators of of real-time DX, real-time DX with remote DX, and edge DX as a standalone. Use real-time DX when we have VDI EUC. Remote DX when we're going outside of our network to unmanaged networks, right? Edge DX for Digital Employee Experience Management for physical devices. How about that? Sure. And I'd say really easy kind of differentiator, remote DX, it's BYOD, and it's an additional metric set for the console that you already have. Uh, Edge DX is for corporate-owned assets, and it's a whole new dashboard uh, with additional reports, alerting, actions, all kinds of cool stuff. Oh, you say that much better than me. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next time on The Upload.